Happy Monday, guys. This is Cordelia on the We Heal Together podcast. Today's episode, I am getting into habits, all about habits, forming new habits, and setting the tone to hopefully get your new year of 2021 off to the right foot. So without further ado, let's get healing. Before we get started, as a reminder, all the citations for today's episode, as well as worksheets, book recommendations, links to my Instagram, things like that, all in the show notes. So feel free. I encourage you to check out the show notes. This episode today is all about habits. Before I get into habits, I wanted to talk about a important model in psychology, which is the stages of change. Before I tell you what they are, keep in mind, as I go through these stages, not necessarily linear, okay? So we can move through these when we are introducing a new habit or we're trying to change something, but that doesn't mean you're just going to go right in order of one, two, three, four, five, six, You may get stuck in a phase. You may go backwards and then come back and move forward again. You might abandon completely and jump ship. And another thing to be mindful of is that you don't, these aren't like set time limits. So there's no set time that you need to spend in each stage. So number one is pre-contemplation. You're not yet acknowledging there is a problem behavior that needs to be changed. Contemplation, number two, you're recognizing that there is a problem that you're not ready or you're not sure at this point that you want to make a change. Number three, preparation. You're getting ready to make the change. Four, you're actually taking steps You're being active and you're changing the behavior. It's called the action stage. Five, maintenance. You've successfully changed the behavior for some amount of time. Six, relapse. This is when you are returning to older behaviors and you're abandoning the new changes. I wanted to lay that out there as groundwork before we got into habits. Because just because you're not at that action stage yet, I wanted you to understand and know that that's completely relatable, completely normal, and it's okay if you're not ready yet. This podcast episode can still be useful no matter what stage you're in. So now let's discuss habits. Here is my favorite definition of habit that I found. Again, check the link in my show notes. Or a direct link to where I found this definition. 
Habits are behaviors which are performed automatically because they have been performed frequently in the past. This repetition creates a mental association between the situation, i.e. the cue, and the action, i.e. the behavior, which means that when the cue is encountered, the behavior is performed automatically. Some key points about habits to remember. They don't necessarily have to be something that you do every day. Think about them as a usual way of behaving. Unconscious pattern of behavior. They are acquired through repetition. They are cued by a situation or an environment. And typically, whenever you find yourself in a specific situation, you're going to find yourself automatically doing a specific action. And that is really what a habit is. How long does it take to form a habit? I thought this was really interesting. I had heard that 30-day rule by so many different people. FYI, it's not true. (laughs) Spoiler alert. And again, I put this study in the link in my show notes, but I found a study And it is by a health psychology researcher at the University College of London, and it was published in the European Journal of Social Psychology. The study looked at the habits of 96 different people over a 12-week period. Each person had to choose a new habit for that 12 weeks, and then they reported every single day. And whether or not they did the behavior and how automatic that behavior felt. On average, it took over two months before a new behavior became automatic, and exactly it took 66 days on average. However, it really varied pretty widely. So in the study, the participants, it took them anywhere from 18 days to 254 days to form a new habit. Important to tell you guys this to keep your expectations in check and to remind you that if you heard that 30-day rule, that is not correct. It can literally take you anywhere from most likely probably two months, but it could take eight months, you know, 254 days to build a new behavior. So go slow and steady. And don't think that this is just going to happen overnight and, you know, it's going to be a quick process. There is a book that I put in the show notes. It's the only book that I put in there today. And it is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. He writes some really powerful stuff about habits. And I'm going to be talking a lot in the remainder of this episode about some important concepts from that book. I wanted to start off by telling you the three most important quotes, or my favorite quotes, that I liked from his book. Number one, he says, I like to refer to habits as the compound interest of self-improvement. And the reason why I like that phrase is that the same way that money multiplies through compound interest, The effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them over time. 
if you can get just 1% better each day, so 0 0.01 to the 365th power, you end up 37 times better by the time you get to the end of the year. That was a super cool. I like when things are broken down mathematically, so I really liked that. Second favorite insight that I pulled from this book, he emphasizes how your motivations and your goals, those aren't going to be the things that carry you through. Your systems are going to be what carry you through. So your systems, those are the processes to reach results. He says, goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. If you want better results, then forget about setting goals and focus on your system instead. And then my third favorite quote or insight, he says, the amount of time you have been performing a habit is not as important as the number of times you have performed it. Why talk about habits? Why make this episode? Why get into all this? I think it's so important to talk about because two things. We can change our behaviors from creating new habits. And number two, I love what he says about the motivation. You know, all these self-help gurus always tell us like, oh, you just need motivation. You just need the mindset. And I liked how James Clear is like, I don't know. You don't need motivation. You don't need that. You just need systems and repetition. So I like that because no matter where you're at, even if you're super depressed and you're struggling, contrary to all those affirmations out there, maybe a really helpful affirm affirmation and reminder for you could just be that. Like, oh yeah, I was listening to Cordelia's podcast. That's right. If I just repeat it, if I just repeat this little by little, if I just get 0.01% better today, that's progress. That's pretty awesome. Even if I'm not doing it amazing, if I'm just going through the motions at this point, I think I can do that. I think I can do 0.01%. So I think that's really awesome as we move into the new year and people are thinking about intentions and goals and things like that. James Clear, he goes on to talk about the four stages of habit formation. I actually put worksheets and PDFs along that correlate with the rest of today's episode in the show notes as well. And they're based on James Clear's work and they're from his website. He tells us that the four stages of habit formation are cue, craving, response, reward. Cue, those are triggers to your brain to initiate a behavior. The most common ones are going to be time and location. One example could be a remote next to you when you study, cookies on the counter, those are cues in place. Craving, that's what's created when you assign meaning to a cue. 
So your brain, it constructs this kind of feeling or emotion around this situation. Response, that's the actual act itself, the habit itself. The reward, that is what teaches us which actions are worth remembering in the future. He provides four laws to making a good habit. One, make it obvious. Two, make it attractive. Three, make it easy. Four, make it satisfying. On the flip side, he says there are four laws to break a bad habit. One, make it invisible. Two, make it unattractive. Three, make it difficult. Four, make it unsatisfying. I'm going to go through what he breaks down as, you know, the subparts of those laws basically for forming a good habit. Again, worksheets that correlate this are in the show notes as well. So four laws to making a good habit. Let's break down the subparts of number one, make it obvious. So first thing is awareness. Remembering trying to be present and identify the places, the people, or the activities that are linked in your mind to certain habits. The thing about habits are they're so automatic and they're so intertwined with who we are. If we don't create awareness and we don't be intentional about creating awareness, It's really hard to begin the process of change if we don't do that first step. He has a worksheet which he calls a habit scorecard. And it's an exercise that you can use to become more aware of that behavior. Again, it's in the show notes. Second little subpart, he calls it implementation intention. This is a plan that you make ahead of time of when and where to act. The formula he gives for that is, I will do X behavior at Y time in Z location. So an example, I'm going to meditate for one minute at 7 a.m. in my kitchen. Third subpart, habit stacking. This is when you take advantage of the strong connections in place to build new habits. So there's already a current habit that you have and you're saying, okay, after this current habit that's already part of my system, I'm going to start doing this new habit. So example, let's say I drink a cup of coffee every morning. I say, okay, after I drink one cup of coffee, I'm going to meditate for one minute. Number four, subpart, design your environment. So make the cues of good habits obvious and visible and take away, you know, things that wouldn't cue that habit. So an example that he gives is moving stuff out of sight. He talks about, you know, if there's a cookie on the counter. So moving that out of your sight is one example of 
helping your environment and removing a cue that you know tends to cue you to do this habit that you're trying to get rid of. Number two law is make it attractive. Breaking down this part, he talks about how the key takeaway is dopamine is released not only when you experience pleasure, but when you anticipate it. So here are the three subparts that he emphasizes. One subpart is temptation bundling. He explains that can really make habits more attractive, and that works by linking an action you want with an action you need to do. So one example here is I like listening to Brene Brown podcasts. I could say, okay, I'm only going to listen to her podcast when I am exercising. So if I'm riding the bike or going for a walk with my dogs. Subpart number two, join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. So the full quote here he says is, one of the most effective things you can do to build better habits is to join a culture where one, your desired behavior is the normal behavior, and two, you already have something in common with the group. Subpart three, create a motivation ritual. So do something you enjoy immediately before a difficult habit. So and one example he gave is how, you know, professional athletes will use that same warm-up routine in the gym when they're stretching. So emphasizing having this routine in place, a ritual in place. Number three, make it easy. Breaking down the subparts here. So first, make it as easy as possible. The less friction that you're facing when you're forming this new habit, the easier it's going to be to go back and do it again and again. Number two, Prime the environment. So again, this is similar to the other, but prepare your environment to make it easier to form the habit. Number three, master the decisive moment. So optimize the small choices that deliver these big impacts. Number four, he talks about the two-minute rule. I had never heard this before. I thought this was interesting. So downscale your habits until they can be done in two minutes or less. He says the two-minute rule states, when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. And last, automate your habits. Invest in technology or one-time purchases that lock in your future behavior. And last is make it satisfying. So what is rewarded is repeated. And what is punished is avoided. Use reinforcement, so give yourself an immediate reward when you complete your habit. He recommends using a habit tracker. So that's a simple way to kind of measure whether you did a habit. I mean, you could even just mark X on a calendar if you wanted to show that, okay, I did this habit I was trying to do today. 
And again, there's worksheets correlated to all these things, and that is in the show notes. Outside of that book, I wanted to give you a few other tips about habits. So one, develop an emotional connection to your change. Two, if you have a a problematic behavior that you're trying to change, I mean, maybe you're a smoker and you're trying to quit smoking. Think about how the behavior impacts others. Research has shown that thinking about your impact on others can also be helpful in engaging in change and getting rid of bad habits. Number three, find a healthy substitute. So replace a bad habit with a good one. So for example, with the smoking, you know, finding something that's healthy to replace that. Some studies had shown something to do with your fingers, you know, something to like fidget around with is one thing that some people do when replacing that habit. And last, make commitments. So there's things like habit contracts or where you're making a promise to yourself that you're going to, you know, try this out, try this new habit. Awesome. Well, even if you are not partaking in any New Year's resolutions or anything like that, I personally don't do New Year's resolutions. I I have been trying to work in certain areas of my life and work on lots of different things. So my goal is just to keep doing that. And that's my intention for the year. I think that's really important. And if anything from this podcast, I hope you take away that real repetition is super important. And no matter how small of an effort you're making, if you just repeat it a bunch and bunch and bunch of times, it's going to become part of who you are eventually. So I encourage anybody who's struggling out there to just try to take it day by day. Try to move towards your goals, towards your habits. Check out those worksheets. That book, I would definitely recommend it if you're looking to flush out this a little bit more. But either way, I really wish you the best in whatever habits that you're trying to build or whatever habits you're trying to get out of your life. I give you major points and kudos, and I'm proud of the work you're doing. If you enjoyed my podcast, I drop new episodes every single Monday. And if you liked the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review. That would be awesome. You can find me on Instagram. Again, my name is Cordelia. My account is at Codependent Recovery. That info is in the show notes as well. I actually just hit 10,000 followers on Instagram the other day, and (laughs) I'm so amazed, and I'm in awe, and I think you all are so incredible. I mean, just absolutely amazing human beings. I appreciate each and every one of you. I posted a video kind of fleshing that out more and thanking everybody, so check that out for sure. If you are going through a breakup or divorce, I published a workbook, 98 pages. There's an ebook format. There is a print format available worldwide. If you're looking for community, 
to connect, started two initiatives in October. One is a Zoom community hangout. Happens once a month. It's $3 a month. And we Zoom and we catch up and it's awesome. Other is a Zoom book club. It happens once a month. We read a different book each month. It's also $3 a month. And we Zoom and we talk about the book. So I'm excited. I look forward to talking to you guys next week and I hope you have a great one. I'll see you soon, friends.